Hey guys, welcome back to the Off Campus Podcast. Uh, today we are off Off Campus. In, in Houston. In the city of Houston. We're today we're in City Center and we are joined by... Sam and Carissa. So you guys introduce yourself and say name, major, date of birth. Hello, my name is Carissa. Um, I'm a kinesiology major on the pre-PT track and my date of birth is May 30th. Hi, I'm Samantha or Sam. Um, I'm a sophomore kinesiology major, also on the pre-PT track, um, and my date of birth is December 8th. Soon. All right, people, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because we are in the city of Houston, I just want to ask you guys, what is your favorite thing to do in Houston? Um, my favorite thing to do in Houston, probably just go to Chinatown, get some food, some boba. Um, yeah. She stole mine. I was going to say the same <laughs> thing. What are y'all's favorite boba shops or like go-to boba orders? Um, I think, honestly, I don't know that it's like the best out of all the ones I've tried, but my go-to is always share tea. <laughs> um, and I usually get either some variation of milk tea or a mango green tea with boba. Take notes, everyone. <laughs> Um, I'm going to sound like I'm copying <laughs> Sam now, but my favorite is also share tea because I feel like it's just the quantity and quality is just perfect. But um, I usually go for the QQ Happy Family. Mm. Chris and I are literally the same. Same major, same <laughs> career path, same favorite things. <laughs> same share tea. Jed, what's your favorite place and order, your go-to order? I don't know. I just really like Ding Tea. In Houston too or just in Austin? I think that's only because it's – Kind of in Austin, that's like the only thing in Austin. But like even in Houston too, I kind of really like going to Ding Tea. So I think, especially from Ding Tea, I really like their uh, Yakult drinks. They're very mm, sweet. That's always a good and one. And I like it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Abby? Mine is also share tea. You, you guys are so basic. Me, me, Sam, Carissa are all pre-PT and we all like share tea. Um, I would say... My go-to, I have like two. One of them is also QQ Happy Family. And then the other one is Wintermelon with Fresh Milk. Because that, that one like doesn't have caffeine. So if I go like late at night, then I won't get caffeine. But those are always good ones. So if you can't go to Share Tea, what would your second choice be? Then I don't get both. Then I cook <laughs> it at home. I'm just kidding. And Austin, it would be Ding Tea. But what Houston, about Houston? Is, Houston is always Share Tea. What are y'all's plans for Thanksgiving? So this week is actually Thanksgiving. It's going to be tomorrow, and we're all, that's why we're all in Houston. Um, but what are y'all's Thanksgiving plans? Um, well, I have a pretty big extended family, and we usually always go to my cousin's house and just have a big feast. Um, tomorrow we're actually, like, not really doing Thanksgiving food. Um, we're doing, my uncle's cooking prime rib, so I'm really excited for that. Um, and then also, me and one of my cousins have birthdays that are really close to Thanksgiving, both like first two weeks of December. So we usually always celebrate our birthdays as well. That sounds fun. Um, we're actually celebrating early by going to a mala place today with my family on my mom's side. And then tomorrow I'm doing hot pot with my grandparents. Sounds fun. I also do hot pot for Thanksgiving. Um, 
but I think this this so what's really weird is that the family that is like more in like Asian I guess you could say or like more more closer to like the immigrant side they do like an American Thanksgiving and they always have like turkey and like green beans and like all the casseroles and stuff which is kind of funny and then my other side who have like immigrated first and like before they're doing hot pot and so we're also doing hot pot on, th on Thursday and then on Saturday we're doing the other one with my mom's side of the family so that's fun can I ask the question okay turkey or ham 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 all the way ham. what about you Sam I love ham what about <laughs> you Jed ham it's just because well, I've never had a good turkey before. It's always dry. It is the always only parts dry. of the turkey I like is the dark meat part. Yeah. The dark mm. meat and like the outsides. The True. further you get into the bird, the drier it goes, and it's not as good. Yeah. Ham all the way. Ham all the way. Green eggs and ham, Jason. I've actually had green eggs and ham. I oh. used to have them. Sorry about my voice. Uh, <laughs> He's going through puberty. <laughs> I'm going through um, the famous second wave of puberty that hits in junior year of college. Um, <laughs> Wait, they used to have green eggs and ham at IHOP. Oh, for real? Yeah. But I think it made, like, my poop a weird color. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am a ham for turkey. I agree. It's normally turkey's, like, dry. Mm. I'm glad we all agree. Yeah. Um, well, since it's also the season of Thanksgiving, I guess another question, follow-up to that, would be what are, what are three things that you're thankful for as Carissa nose and just ends <laughs> we just mouth it to each other um three things i'm thankful for i feel like probably very basic things but i'm grateful for family and i'm um, just being able to spend time with them um, i'm grateful that i was able to get through this semester because it was a little rough but we've made it almost 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 um and i'm thankful for the hot pot that I'm about to eat tomorrow. <laughs> I'm excited. What about you, Sam? Um, I'm also thankful for the food we're about to eat tomorrow. Um, I feel like Loki, the past, since moving off campus. Um, like the <laughs> podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like in West Campus. Um, I like started having, having to like figure out what I'm gonna eat on my own and cook for myself. So definitely have been like scavenging for food the past semester. Um, That's so what I'm I do too. <laughs> I'm excited to have a huge feast with my family. Um, but yeah, I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for having met a lot of new people this semester and um, even like deepening my existing friendships. Um, I'm thankful that I've gotten to do that. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then I think I'm thankful for having gotten more rest this past semester. I think um, the way my schedule worked out, I definitely got a lot more sleep than I had last year. So I'm thankful for that. Those are all very good things to be thankful for. Jed, what about you? Um, one thing I'm thankful for is, I don't know how many th this counts as, but friends, family, community. That's three right there, technically. Dang, we're <laughs> so basic. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess another thing is, thank you for the break. A week-long break is kind of nice. Um, even if we didn't really come home until, like, halfway through the week, 
having the break is still really nice. Not having to worry about school mm. for a little bit is pretty nice. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I guess a third thing, I don't know. For good weather, it's uh, not freezing here in Houston. Oh, but I like the cold. Do y'all like the cold? I do like the cold. I like the cold, but I also like the weather right now because it's like chilly and like sunny, so it's nice. That's true. But this morning, I dressed in a completely different outfit, and then I walked outside and it was too hot, so I had to change. <laughs> Agreed. I didn't bring enough like, like thin layers to take off or like to wear for this weather. I would say, okay, this is kind of funny. It's like kind of the opposite of Sam. I'm thankful for like not getting as much sleep this semester because that meant that I was able to hang out with people more or just to like have like, you know, like the past midnight, like 3 a.m. like deep convos or like crack at hours, whichever one came. Um, yeah, I remember last year you were you were in bed at 11. Okay, but I also had such, I guess this semester I also had really early mornings. But last semester I had at 8 a.m., like Tuesdays, Thursdays, and those are always like the worst days to have like an 8 a.m. on. Um, I guess I still had to wake up early, but I had less or like more time in the morning. They were like 9.30s, like not as bad. So thankful for not sleeping so that I could hang out with people. Hmm. Um, I'm thankful for my parents, like specifically my parents, just because I feel like this, well, this semester is like the first time they're empty nesters, because like me and Kiga are both in college, and so it's like they get to like, or they send like cute things, cute pictures to us of like them doing date things or like stuff, so I'm very thankful for them, and huh? You and Kiki are sisters? Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, we're not sisters, actually. We're just really close family friends who just have the same last name. Um, but, yeah, so thankful for my parents. Um, I'm also thankful for the weather just because it's been hot for so long, and, like, I'm kind of over it, and I just, like, like being able to dress not in shorts and a crop top or, like, shorts and a T-shirt. You can yeah. still wear shorts and a crop top if you really wanted to. Okay, but then I would be cold, so. But you still could. I could. Okay, I'll, I'll show up tomorrow to Thanksgiving in shorts and a crop top. Yeah, do that. I think Joe Jong would be happy. <laughs> we love Joe Jong. <laughs> and Grace Shelley. <laughs> I love how they're on Be Real. It's so cute. They're on oh, they're on my B-roll. Or we mentioned it to my dad to, like, get a B-roll. And then he, like, got it randomly. And he goes, did you see the notification? Add me back on B-roll. <laughs> I was like, okay. But I think they only have, like, three people on B-roll. But, yeah. That is, how, that is how they keep up with us on, like, a daily. It's kind of cute, though. My mom hasn't really figured it out yet because she sometimes just takes pictures of her hair. But it's cute. So wholesome. Um, so we can go in to our topic for this podcast is, is God good? And these are all based on our own, like, experiences with God, our personal faith. Um, so I guess the first question would be, is God good? And why do... If God is good, why do bad things still happen? Oh, yes. That's the first question. Hmm. I feel like this is, like, a big question that a lot of non-believers ask in, like, search of, in search of faith or in search of 
like how to believe or if they should believe in God? I feel like it's a really tough question to answer because it's not like a black and white answer. Um, is it if God is good? Yeah. If God is good, why do bad things still happen? Hmm. I think the, the textbook answer is because there's sin in this world and because we were born with a sinful nature. Um, evil exists in this world and that's why bad things do happen. Um, and they're not a reflection of God because God is love and God is good and from him like all good things come. So um, he's he's the one who redeems and like fixes what is bad and turns it into good. But I think it's hard because when you see all these bad things in the world, it's like, it's easy to question like, oh, why do these things happen? And I think it's just hard to accept sometimes. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely really hard, um, a really hard thing to answer. I feel like another like basic answer you always hear is like, oh, everything happens for a reason or it all works out for good in the end. Um, and I think I do still kind of agree with that, but um, I think it's hard to kind of tell people that when you like see war or like, um, I don't know, people dying and like you just say like, oh, it's all going to work out for good in the end. Like, I feel like that doesn't really help or like help people, help comfort people. Um, I don't know. I think ultimately that is still what I believe, though, that like. God has a much bigger perspective than us, um, and so whatever bad things are happening right now, it it's all working towards something. Um, and I, don't know, I don't know if I really have a better answer than that right now. I think that's a good answer. Like he sees more than we can, and like we are very small-minded in like the grand scheme of True. things. Do you have any input in that, yeah, Abby? Do you have any thoughts? Oh, okay. Hmm. I think kind of going off of that, like the, the we live in a sinful world. So I've been going to Austin Bridge, and they've been talking kind of about a little bit about this in their sermons. Like they kind of insert a little bit. Um, and they talk about how as believers, we are like not of this world. Like we, like our, our like final destination is heaven. And so while in there like everything is perfect obviously um and like there's only good in heaven because like we live on earth that's when it's it's like a it's like not black and white like it's not really easy to kind of understand that um and there's also like temptation and like other sinful things because we live in a sinful world um so i think ultimately God is good. Um, and like I agree with Carissa and like things happen because of sin, but they also happen because of like the gift of free will and like we are able to make those choices and because like of our environment and because of kind of the sin and like the things that might come into our, our minds or like things that we think about that are not kind of in line with <coughs> with goodness all, all the time because obviously like 
we're not completely good. Like, we're not perfect. Um, I think it's also, like, because of those that bad things happen. Um, and not everyone is a believer. And so not everyone will also follow, like, the same train of thought that you do. And everyone's kind of, like, their own individual person. Um, so I guess that's, like, kind of what I've come to think about why bad things happen. Um, I think those are all valid things to say. Um, and it is a very hard question. Uh, one thing that I also tend to think about sometimes is, um, so, like, you know how in scripture it's said that, like, um, in the end, God's going to come back, Jesus is going to come back and take all the good people to heaven and bad people leave them here to for punishment, right? That kind of stuff. Um, I've kind of heard that, like, it's 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 because of God's love for us that he's he's just waiting he's waiting so in hopes that someone else the, like the people do that are doing bad that are sinning that they would be I wouldn't really want to say converted but like that they would also be saved that they would believe that Jesus died for them and that they would therefore then be saved and it's because of God's love for all the people good or bad that he continues to wait in hopes that th they eventually yeah and like that's something that kind of makes sense to me i think it's like why does this still happen it's because like all the reasons that you guys said and it's like why doesn't god just like come down and just like stop all of it well that's the reason he wants us free will he wants that us to come to him he wants us to believe and be saved through our belief and he's just waiting for the perfect time so that's you know uh, more people could be saved it's also like faith thing like there's no point in faith yeah. if like god just does everything for us right so yeah um one follow-up question that we had is that why do good things happen to bad people or why do bad things happen to good people why yeah. don't we put and those like together exactly. yeah the reverse why do good things happen to bad people and why do bad things happen to good people i think it's kind of similar to the, like, if God is a good God, then why does he allow bad things happen? Or, like, in terms of why he allows good things to happen, bad things to happen to good people. I think a lot of times it's kind of similar to my last answer. It's just you can't really see how it's all supposed to work together in the end. Um, but I also think sometimes maybe it's, like, to teach us something. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times... After there's some sort of bad thing that happens to me or a period where I'm like, why is this happening? Um, I feel like after it's over, like in hindsight, I can always see like what I learned from that or like maybe like a possible reason for that happening. Um, so maybe that's why. I don't know. Just in order for something bigger to happen or for us to learn something in terms of bad things happening to good people yeah i agree it's definitely like a hindsight thing um because i remember in the in the bible there's a certain passage i think about the blind man um, um but after jesus heals him i think jesus says like like he was blind for a reason in order for like his miracle to be like seen by others and for others to like come to faith and believe in jesus so i think that bad things happening to people whether they're good or bad people is like a way for um for, yeah for god to show who he is and for people to be
be able to um, to learn from their experiences. And I think when you go through something difficult or tough, you're able to like kind of use your wisdom to help others. So that's also another reason I think just to have that to have that wisdom and have that experience to to guide others, especially as believers. Like our our role is to like to be in community and to help others. So having experience with something difficult allows you to to like empathize with someone else who might be going through the same thing. And yeah, I think that's super important and super helpful, especially when you're going through tough times to have someone else with you. I think it's also, so right now with my disciple Lee, we're going through Job. And if y'all don't know the story of Job, it's essentially like he goes, he goes and like is blameless is what he's named as. Um, And he's like described as someone who's blameless, who's very like strong in his faith and does everything to serve God. But he also is super like kind of blessed in in terms of like the world like he has like a bunch of like animals and livestock and like he has a huge family and like a bunch of sons and daughters and just like um is essentially like he's like living a great life um and so the story of job goes um in the sense that god kind of allows or he allows satan to test job just because satan is you know like kind of devising a plan and he essentially tries his hardest to like knock job down and like completely get him to denounce his faith and in the end like job's faith is stronger and in in the end he's like because his faith was so strong and like stayed strong throughout the whole kind of his lifetime of being like hit down by satan he gets like blessed even more and not in terms of like worldly things, but also in terms of like his own faith, like his own faith grows. So I think it's kind of a cop-out answer, but at the same time, I, in my own like personal struggles um, and just like going through like trials, I've noticed that in the end, I always kind of in terms of like the same thing as Sam was saying, my faith has always, I've like learned something throughout that trial and my faith has gotten stronger in some way um, because of what I've learned through it. So I think that sometimes is why like bad things will happen to good people or good things happen to bad people. It's like hard to see if you only look from your own perspective, but if you learn and to look in like a greater perspective and a bigger point of view, it changes the way that you see things. What about you, Jed? Oh yeah, that's good. Um, one thing I want to do is (laughs) reword that last question a little bit instead of like why do bad things happen to good people it's like why do good things not happen to those who do good Mm, that is a good question and i guess well unless you guys have something to say i can (laughs) give you time to think i guess um why do good things not happen to those who do good i think that's kind of an, an issue with perspective um it's like if you're expecting good things to happen just because you do something good, that's like the wrong way to look at it. I think you should just be doing good purely because you want to and you're doing it for the glory of God and no other no other reason, no other reward. And like like the simple fact that you're like looking for something good to happen, I think that shows a little bit that maybe you're not as trusting as faithful towards 
god maybe i don't know if that's like it's like the servant's heart thing like okay, having yeah. a servant's heart but yeah it's like you should purely be doing good out of your own free will and because you want to not because you're getting something out of it so any other thoughts Carissa just dabbed. Carissa be dabbing. That's a lie. They're lying. There's no proof. Jason just dabbed. <laughs> All right, now that second thing's a lie. But Carissa <laughs> did just Carissa dab. Carissa did just dab. <laughs> Two hands, too. And we're in a public square. A full dab in public. There's children. I'm just being a good role model. Dabbing on them haters. Okay, well, I guess if you guys don't really have anything to say about that, a follow-up question to what I was just talking about is, is it hard to always do the right thing? Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. How yeah. would you how would you do something about that? How would you change? That? Try to re relook at things to change that. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it definitely. I definitely find that it's hard to do the right thing all the time. But also, it's like kind of hard to figure out what the right thing even is. That was next um, question. Oh, okay. <laughs> good job, <Yes>. Sam. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think it's hard because like the right thing is not always the easy thing. Um, even if I know what the quote-unquote right thing is, sometimes I just ignore it <laughs> because it's, like, not the easy thing or not the thing that I want to do. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's why it's hard. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely, like, if there's, like, an easier way out of doing something, it's definitely, like, easier to take that path even if you know what's right. And so it takes... It takes a lot of discipline, and then I think it takes, like, it's not going to happen, like, the first time, like, like, resisting temptation, for instance, it's, like, it's going to take, like, you depending on God for sure, and, like, relying on him to be able to, like, show the way out, and actually taking the way out, because I think even when there is a way out, it's, like, taking the first step to actually... Like, go on that path is a lot harder than it looks. And I think a lot of people relate, especially in college. There's so many temptations around us. And so it takes, like, a lot of discipline. And um, I think just also knowing the word and knowing what, like, God says is right is really important. Not just, like, what the world thinks is right. Um, this one, I kind of want to ask a personal question for y'all. What are some practical ways that you guys would go about that i guess in terms of like temptation what are some like uh, what are some ways that you try to resist temptation and i guess like do the right thing in that sense i think (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think it's like the whole the first step is like admitting you have a problem so like acknowledging that (laughs) it's something that you're (laughs) 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 tempting acknowledging that like this is a struggle for you and I think it's also important to go to to talk to someone who you trust I think and who you know will like steer you in the right direction and not just like tell you something that you want to hear but someone who's actually gonna like guide you and like like keep you yeah keep you accountable for like um like your actions and so I think for me like going to someone that you can trust in that sense I think, and just praying about it, I think it takes mm-hmm. a lot of prayer from personal experience, even if it's like a long journey to um, 
to like resisting it and finally stepping away from doing what's wrong. Um, I think God sees effort and God sees our hearts. And if it's like with intention, even if you fail, um, like God acknowledges that and God, God loves us regardless. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do think it's like a lot about community and like having people who will help to steer you in the right direction. Um, I feel like oftentimes when I'm tempted to do the opposite of what I know is right, um, I feel that I'm always, um, I always have people placed in front of me who tell me and keep me accountable, which I think like sometimes it's like, uh, like if you didn't just tell me what to do, then I could have just done it the way I wanted to. But um, yeah, I'm very thankful to have those kinds of people in my life who like will um, call me out and let me know, um, help remind me what to do, to do what is right. Yeah, I think going off of that, like, I always kind of have an inclination to go to someone who will tell me the hard truth. And if I don't go to someone who, or if I go to someone who just tells me what I want to hear, a lot of times I'll be like, I'll leave that conversation feeling even worse about it. And so it's like, I know that they're telling me what I want to hear. And so it'll kind of make me want to, for myself, like turn away from it. And yeah. If there is background noise in this, we are in the city center, kind of like the children's play area. And there's like this little green patch of grass and like park. And so there's a bunch of kids like running around and like doing flips. There are these kids playing. It's just, <laughs> it's just Carissa. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there, there are these like kids playing like volleyball and like flag football. Jason wanted to take them on. <laughs> hey, Abby's a flag football champion. I think, I think we could have taken them. But yeah, so if, if there's any background noise, that's kind of the explanation for it. But Jed, what about you? Back to the what question. What about me? Kind of like, what are some practical ways that you yourself have found to do the right thing, like quote unquote? <laughs> I feel like a prayer is definitely one, one, one good thing. It's like turning to God for help and guidance to try to me with that kind of stuff and i guess accountability partners having someone else that you trust sorry for stealing curses idea but having someone you trust that you can go to um yeah yeah you guys kind of said most of it to be honest mm. <laughs> those are all good things y'all have like different people to keep you accountable for different things um i feel like not specifically like i don't Honestly, I don't know that I really have, like, um, people in particular who I, like, deem my accountability partners, but I think just, like, my close friends in general and, like, my family um, are often the ones who keep me accountable. Hmm. Yeah, I think I do have, like, people that I can go to, to, like, I can talk things out with or who can hold me accountable, um, just point out when I'm maybe not going in the right direction. Um, we can, Jason, do you have anything that you want to add with your prepubescent boys? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with all of that. Uh, yeah, I think it's just finding someone that'll actually like call you out. Cause I think there's a tendency, um, for us being like 
very Asian. Like Asian American is like the non-confrontational um, side of us. So I think, especially with us in like our community, making sure that you have someone. Sorry, my voice is so bad. <laughs> making sure that you have someone that um, will like actually call you out on like your stuff, right? Like, and someone that like, like it won't change your relationship, right? It won't. Like there shouldn't be a fear that'll negatively negatively affect your relationship, um, but that'll like help you grow together. Yeah. Mm, so someone who does it in a loving way, who like wants what's best for you. Yeah, I think for me, one thing, I guess like a specific thing is actually um, my CG uh, community group at Well. I feel like those group of people are. I mean. I'm not as close with them right now, but I feel like at, at one point, eventually, hopefully, I will get to the point where, like, because I know, even even now, even though we're not that close, I know that if I do say anything, they will be loving and caring and, like, pray for me and everything like that. I just don't feel comfortable yet, but, mm, like, I same. see people, yeah, I see people in the CG, they, yeah, they talk about some serious stuff, and I'm just like, wow, I kind of really like that, trusting trusting and loving community so that is that is somewhere I want to be and that's somewhere that I want to work towards or something I want to work towards so having a good community like that is is very it's very nice yeah like one that can be vulnerable with each other exactly and just are like comfortable with each other like that okay so the next thing that we kind of want to talk about that's kind of a s slightly different from this but it's still God's love and God's goodness it's BFR. BF. B BPR. 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 BPR stands. DPR Ian. <laughs> BPR stands for beliefs, practices, and results. So there are kind of like two sides of this. One's like what you kind of. It's like. I guess black and white is like, what does Satan want you to believe, and then what does God want you to believe? On the Satan side, beliefs is like you want man's approval. You want to people please kind of, and then the practices you do to that is like, I don't know, clout chase, kind of like get that follower count on Instagram or have a lot of friends on Snapchat or whatever young people use today. <laughs> Dang, we're old. <laughs> we are old. And then results from that is like, I guess kind of how you feel about that. It's like you end up like low-key toxic or something and it's kind of like you worry too much about what you wear, what people you're around, people you talk to, that kind of stuff. And you're very concerned, very worried about that kind of stuff. On the other hand, it's like kind of what God wants you to believe. So like the beliefs are is like, God loves us, so we should love on others. We should love people as much as he loves us. So practices you could do that, I guess, extending to you guys, what are some practices that you could do? What are some things that you can do to show God's love towards others? I feel like there's like so many answers. Kind of Just give me a few, question. or just um, one. Just, just one? Just one. Leave some for Sam. <laughs> I think that like a main way or one main way that we can show God's love to others and the way that he loves us is tends to be like the hardest thing for people to do but just to like have grace for others I think that it's easy to like to get irritated or like get annoyed by others especially when you're not having like the best day but Understanding that <laughs> Jed is putting on lotion right now. 
sorry. Um, understanding that, like, to God, we are, like, like, our sin, like, we can be viewed by our sin, but he chooses not to view us that way. He chooses to view us in a loving way, and, like, the whole, he calls us by our name and not by our sin. So I think in the same way that, like, he has grace for us, um, you should extend that grace to others, and I think that's a big way to show love um, by, like, not not holding grudges, like being forgiving and just um, loving others in that way. That makes sense. I think that a lot of what Carissa said was true um, in terms of like not holding grudges. Um, being forgiving and merciful um, as God is to us. I think that's a big part of it. Um, I think also just maybe being generous um, as God is generous to us with our time, um, with our, I don't know. I feel like a lot of just little things, there's a lot of little ways you can show your love for people. I think it's also a little bit hard to be the first one to show love. Um, maybe like in terms of people that you don't really know that well or people that you may even just like not like at all um it's hard to show god's love to those kind of people it's easy to show love to people that you already like but um definitely like showing forgiveness or being generous or loving to people who you don't know or don't necessarily like that much is a lot harder and i think that because of god's love it's a little bit easier though because it's like we realize that we didn't deserve his love and yet he still gave it to us so maybe if these other people may not necessarily deserve love or deserve our love it's we still try to show it to them anyway hmm. i guess something more to add because i also think that's like showing grace to others is also a good way to love on mm-hmm. others i think also showing grace to yourself because i'm someone who mm. like i am my worst critic where it's very hard for me to show grace towards myself and like my own actions or things like that and so i think that's also a way to show god or to show god's love is to love on yourself so that you can also love on others because that kind of goes both ways where you can't really show grace or it's hard to show grace to other people if you don't even know how to show grace to yourself um i don't know if that made sense but yeah kind of in that aspect what about you jed no that's all good I think you guys pretty much got most of it. Um, those are some of like the big ways that we can show God's love towards others. So I guess kind of want to move on to like the results from that, pr- those practices. So like the results of like. Oh no! <laughs> Baby's crying. Carissa. Carissa, stop crying. Stop crying. It's not that bad, okay? I'm being bullied. Yeah. So like, kind of moving on to the results. Um, so kind of like how, so like the results on like what Satan wants you to think, right? Those are kind of like, you turn to different things, right? You turn to like drugs, drinking, that kind of stuff, or like sinful things, right? But like on God's side, like through those beliefs, through those practices, the results are a lot more, (laughs) the results are a lot more fulfilling and rewarding, I guess. Um, it's like. I don't know, you feel content, <laughs> you feel happy, like, in the long term, doing these practices, although they might be harder, 
in the end, it brings you more joy and more happiness. Um, so yeah, I guess any, any other thoughts, any other comments, questions, concerns? <laughs> I think that's a, a lot of that is true. Um, showing God's love is makes you happy in the end. I think sometimes maybe it's not immediately, like, like we were saying before, like doing the right thing is not always the easiest thing. Um, and sometimes maybe you won't feel good trying to show love to people who like don't appreciate it or maybe you don't think they deserve it. Um, but I think ultimately like showing love that comes from God and um, serving him, doing things to glorify him, um, hopefully it does bring you joy um, in the way that like, you know, the Bible says like when you do all things and doing them for God, um, it'll bring you joy like nothing else can. It's definitely a journey to get to that point where you like find joy and like like actual contentment in like doing things for God because I think it's very like it's very easy to get caught up in pleasing others and um, like searching for things in the world that will satisfy you, especially because we're like surrounded by all these things, surrounded by like like social media <laughs> and it's like it's really easy to focus on those things but I think yeah what Sam said is just like true joy like does come from God and from living for him and pursuing him and I think that um, like it's important to like focus on that and fix our eyes on him because at the end of the day like everything else is fleeting but he like remains and he he's like eternal and so placing like our values and our like and like seeking him is more important than seeking what's in this world. Well, thank you guys for joining us for the podcast. Um, a fun last question, I would say. Oh, what is your love language? Oh, well, we talked about that. You can ask it. Wait, Jed, let me guess your love language. <laughs> Let's all guess each other's love languages. Okay, but we kind of. Oh, we kind of oh. did. We, we know each other's. I don't oh wait, remember. Did you talk about that. it in the first one? Oh, oh. wait, ours are the same. Just yeah, guess ours. Okay, okay, let's. Us. Me and Carissa's. We'll guess Carissa and Sam's. Wait, but I feel like. We already know. <laughs> exactly. Okay, wait, wait. Let's find another question. Well. Carissa and Sam can guess each other's love languages. Yes. Okay. Like the one that you like to receive? Mm hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Quality time. I feel like everyone likes quality yeah, time. Yeah, I was gonna say quality time for you too. Unless that's wrong. It's right. It's right. I but I feel like I low key don't count that one usually because I feel like everyone says that. Mm, that's true. I'm physical touch. <laughs> Congrats, Jed. <laughs> Jed really wants to be touched. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> no, that's not what? what I meant. Someone give Jed, Jed a hug. The next time, oh, whoever's listening, whoever sees Jed, Jason's stroking give them my a leg. Hug. Ew. Uh, Physical touch. Physical touch. Wait, what is your second one then? I think. Oh, sorry. You're, you're sorry. Guess, I'm guessing. Guess. I'm guessing. Oh. It, sorry. Um. I feel like yours are acts of service. I was gonna say acts of service for you. That's not mine. It's not mine no. either. <laughs> uh, guess again. Guess again. Guess again. Um, words of affirmation. No. Are is your are yours is yours words of affirmation? Yeah. Okay. So yours is quality time and then words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. We should just, like we just go guess the whole, the whole thing. order. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Wait. Okay. Let's think about this. Um. Kay. Wait. Yours is okay. First is quality time for you, and uh -huh. then 
I'm just gonna guess the whole thing, and okay, then you, you, you can tell me. Okay. Quality time. Words of affirmation. Well, don't tell me if it's wrong. Okay, you said quality time, words of affirmation. So those are for Carissa. For Carissa, what are the bottom three? Touch, <laughs> acts of service, gifts. Okay, confirm or deny. Uh, wrong. <laughs> I mean, Ever. Okay, wait, gifts was okay. Quality time and gifts was right. Okay, it was from what I remember. Quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and then gifts. But I think gifts okay. was zero when I took it. I think that makes sense now that I think about it. Don't <laughs> buy her anything. Chris Nothing also at wants all. to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> After quality time. Okay, let me guess yours. Um, get to know her <laughs> first and then touch her. <laughs> We're taking things slow. Um, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, for Sam, okay, I think, okay, quality time, even though you don't count it, um, you said words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, and then gifts. I think, I recently took the test, so I should remember this, but I think, I think that's all right, except for the last two. Oh, okay, so physical touch is the last? Yeah. The gifts is I don't, okay. don't no touch No one touched Sam. Don't no one touched Sam. Get her gifts. Get her this gifts. This is like a, um, a running joke with my roommates because um, one of Angel's love languages is touch. Mm -hmm. um, and then she, I think she's learned after rooming with me for like a year and a half that I don't it's like to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that she found that she can... Express that with Connie and Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> they just, yeah, don't touch me. Okay. <laughs> Give Sam space six feet <laughs> at all times. It's like that movie, Five Feet Apart. Mm. Mm. That was social a distancing. I think social distance. I like to receive it sometimes, but, you know, it's just You're more like From the right, the right person. Yeah. When it's the right person. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm the right person. We're holding hands. Okay. Okay, last, very, very last question. <laughs> very last question. What is the top way that you give out love? Like, in terms of love languages. Because mm. we talked about receiving. What about, like, giving? I feel like it's not, like, one of them. I, I don't know if it goes under, like, a category, but I would like to say that I'm, like, good at listening to people or at least maybe it's like under quality time can concur confirm can concur i concur can confirm there we go that's <laughs> 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 a handful of words um can concur confirm um whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> say it again jed needs to say that again confirming i can concur <laughs> oh, okay um but yeah i think like listening and maybe just like I think that's probably under quality time then, just like being there for that person and like, yeah. What about you, Sam? Um, I think the ways that I like to show love are low-key the same, like quality time and then... Not physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> words of affirmation. Um, yeah, I think, I like to think that I'm a good listener as well. Um, and I think recently, like within the past couple of years, I try to give more words of affirmation because that's what I like receiving. Um, especially like in terms of compliments, if I 
notice something about someone or like something or anything like that, I'll just try and tell them straight up. So Sam, you look cute today. Thank you. You look cute today too, Abby. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> um, always look but cute. But yeah, like honestly, just things like that. Like if I'm like, oh, I like your your earrings or something, or like, um, like you did a really good job at this. I feel like those things always make me really happy. So I think I try and say those things to other people as well. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, guys, take notes. Jed is telling y'all. No touch, only words. <laughs> For, Sam. For Sam. Touch. Oh. Physical. <laughs> wait. Quality, quality time. time and touch. For Carissa. So give them hugs. Not Sam. <laughs> hey, I like hugs too. <laughs> From the right person. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining Off Campus Podcast um, from Houston. Off Off Campus. Off Off Campus. And we'll see y'all next episode. Thanks for Bye. having us. Bye.